What's up, everyone? Finally got the podcast onto TuneIn Radio. Uh, what does this mean? It means you can now say, Alexa, play What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. Getting the latest episode of What's Up, Dunwoody. Here it is from TuneIn. What's up, Dunwoody? Are you ready for part two of Adrian Alexa, Duncan stop. I'm more of a AirPod type of guy for my podcast, but I'm also a huge fan of voice. We've got like five or six Alexas laying around the house, all hooked into the lights. Uh, as a real estate agent, I'm really getting into the whole home whole home automation. Stuff's real cool. Something like 39 million Americans now have a smart speaker in their home, and they're saying by 2020, it's like 50% of all internet searches will be done by voice. Amazon just released the, uh, the Echo Auto, which puts Alexa in your car. So if you've got one of these cool new toys, give it a try. Just say, Alexa, play What's Up Dunwoody Podcast. On this week's show, Justin and I sit down with Mark Gallegos. The dude is Dunwoody Music. He puts on uh, Battle of the Bands. He does Dunwoody Idol. The new uh, revamped Village Fest is at the Donaldson Bannister Farm on October 13th. Here's us talking Dunwoody Music with Mark. What's up, Dunwoody? Welcome back to the What's Up, Dunwoody podcast. All right, we're here with Mark Gallegos. Did I get it right? That's right. I was about to say Galaga. Yeah. <laughs> like the video game? Yeah. Also cool. That would have been cool. I'm actually a pretty good uh, Galaga player. Yeah? Yeah. You know, I've always wanted a cocktail table, anything really, but Pac-Man, but the ones, you know, that's got like 40 other games on it. I'd be yeah. happy just with Miss Pac-Man, though. Yeah. Miss Pac-Man's the best. Yeah, that is the topic that we're going to talk about today, is just all video games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> No, no, Mark, you, uh, you're like the music guy around Dunwoody. I got your name from Lexi Street, and I think we, I'd heard it before, that you, you got to talk to the guy that does Dunwoody Idol. So why don't you tell us about that a little bit? Um, let's see. Dunwoody Idol is a singing contest um, that uh, we do in the spring at the Lemonade Days Festival. Um, kind of in the week leading up, or the weeks leading up, we do an audition thing over at the Donaldson Bannister Farm. Um, this is all kind of put together with the um, Preservation Trust. And uh, we take the uh, kids that want to audition, they go in, they sing for a panel of judges, and the judges uh, pick out ten finalists, and then they go and they sing at uh, Lemonade Days for a chance to be the winner. How um, many kids uh, apply to do it? Um, I think this year we had about 40-something. So that's um, good. One out of four makes it to the... What's yeah. kids under, like, 15? Um, yeah, like eight to, like, high school Okay. You know, yeah, we kind of cut it off at high school seniors. Have yeah. you ever had to reject anyone and be like, nah, come on, you're like 21, get out of here. <laughs> no, no, but the first year, actually, the cutoff was a little later, and um, one of the, the people who auditioned, um, I contacted the following year, I was like, hey, man, we changed the cutoff date to high school, but uh, we asked him to come back, and he's been a judge the last couple of years. Um, <laughs> cool. So his so name is So he came Lamar. anyway, and he was like, well... Let yeah. Me, let me just do something, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, but Lahar's one of our judges. He's a real cool guy. He's a local musician, that kind of thing. And so we kind of try to keep in the family with the uh, local music yeah. scene and that kind of All stuff. Right. Did you grow up in this area? When no, I um, I grew up over in uh, Lawrenceville, and okay, the wind from. just kind of blew, and here I am. Nice. So what high school? Burkmar. Burkmar. I was a Brooklyn guy. So. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah right. y'all Uh-oh. crushed us in football. Yeah, we, we were the doormat. You know, I don't have anything to do with football. Squash right. your beefs now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's cool though. Um, and so now you're you're entrenched here in the Dunwoody music scene. Oh yeah. yeah. What's what? What is Dunwoody music? Uh, is that what the company's called? Um. Yeah, Dunwoody music's um. It's basically like a website, I guess, mostly. Like, um, I started kind of teaching lessons. I set up the website, and then 
Um, I just got busy kind of teaching mostly off word of mouth. And um, so I have a couple of my friends that I kind of refer students to and that kind of thing. Okay, um, so, so it's part of it. Yeah, it's kind of a loose association of teachers more than like a like a business. Like I don't employ anybody or anything. I just right. kind of am like, hey, can you teach this and, you know. We'll not make each other look bad, and that's you know, neat. It's I kind mean, of the mo. Yeah, so it's gotten big enough where you can farm it out to other people, or just give them referral leads. Yeah, eventually. just kind of give them leads, and um, you know, I, th- I think it works like in the arts community because you get a kind of a symbiosis of people. Like, because you know, as a musician or an artist, you only have time. I mean, I guess really anybody, you know, that's what you run into. Um, so you know, it's just uh, you kind of pass those things off, and things come back around, and it just kind of. You know, everyone, I think, succeeds together yeah, that way. Yeah. So. They're all different instruments and stuff, too. I mean... Yeah, yeah, so it's... Not really um, competition. Right. If somebody needs a flute, yeah. you can't teach them that. Right? Yeah, so I cannot you... teach flute, no. <laughs> but uh, what do you teach? teach? Uh, mostly guitar and piano, okay. but I do drums and bass and uh, recordings and, um, I don't know, every now and then a little bit of mandolin and banjo. But oh, kind of steer away from those, you know, yeah, too many yeah. teeth. So. I saw, what, what, what was the little girl? It was like a little 12-year-old girl. I was watching a bunch of YouTube clips last night. Um, she um, was, I think it was last year. Lu- uh, Lucy? Or no, that was Lucy. Josie Nicole. James. Josie, yeah. I yeah. liked her. She was cute. Yeah, she was the one it's who won. mandolin, right? Oh, did she uh, win? She played, yeah, she won this year. Oh, um, okay. We had her and um, then Lucy and the Glassmen. They, they won the yeah. Battle of the Bands that we do at the same time okay, as the singing okay. contest. Um, they played on the float, and uh, we we handed out a bunch of CDs with uh, the single that Josie recorded uh, for being the winner of the Dunwoody Idol thing. We handed those out, and um, yeah, so. yeah, she was good. Yeah, that was cool. Which yeah, is harder, guitar or mandolin? Um, I'd say mandolin. That thing like wrecks my knuckles. I gave mine to my friend because it, it it just I don't know. I'd get done. My hands hurt. So yeah, yeah. Um, just my opinion. Yeah. What about banjo? Banjo. Um, banjo is kind of weird. Uh, like it's, um, it's similar to the guitar. Um, and you know, the sense it's fretted and that kind of thing, but the picking patterns are so weird and there's so much stuff that you play that makes no harmonic sense with what's happening around it. And it somehow works. It's almost like kind of dances between being a percussion instrument and Hitting it kinda. yeah. And a, a kind of a pitched instrument. It's, I don't know. It, it kind of bewilders me a little bit oh, yeah. i want to get to see steve martin play sometime oh he's he, incredible that's what he plays right banjo yeah yeah yeah, really? yeah he's incredible you didn't know he's that? steve martin no he's steve martin. Know that. yeah no, he's yeah like he's a, he's like a renowned like banjo scholar really if there's such a thing but, yeah he was yeah. He's touring with Edie Burkett, burkell is that right yeah, yeah. and he, he played with the steep canyon rangers for a long time and that's cool. yeah i mean he's he's a heavy hitter on the, the banjo yeah. Man, but like cool. some of his early stand-up he would bring out the banjo and mm-hmm. obviously he's just kept with it i mean so think about it. he's been playing it for x number of years yeah yeah he's yeah. good yeah he knows all about it i mean he does lectures and stuff and there's there's kind of two traditions of banjo playing and he's really up on both of those um it's a frail and claw hammer and i mean he just he knows just all of it he's a pretty remarkable dude he's, he's pretty funny too so. something new every day he does comedy as well yeah yes, no, i knew that a... i haven't seen him do that <laughs> Saturday Night Live a couple times. Yeah, so, I think he's hosted once. Yeah. So yeah. how did you get in with the Preservation Trust? Like, how did you set this up? Oh man, it was a genius idea. I mean, it's a great way to, to oh get, actually to bring actually, everybody together. It was it was kind of um, circumstance. There was a um, I guess some of my students that I worked with a while back. This was probably about six years ago, something like that. Seven years ago, we had done some of the the concerts over at the Village Burger. 
And um, what what did you call that? Uh, Village Fest. Village Fest. Yeah, and that's kind of evolved over time into a few different incarnations. But the um, yeah, the the band was playing at Lemonade Days, and when they got there, it was like I think a a well-intentioned kind of thing. But the folks that were running had never really run a stage, so the bands were having to bring in all of their equipment, like PA system and everything, Mm -hmm. and so the stage was really far behind. And uh, so one of the dads was asked um, if he would be willing to help out the following year, kind of organize the stage. And he called me because I had worked with the band a lot. And um, so the next year um, I came in and um, helped out and it just kind of went from there. So what did you do? You brought the PA system and everything? And- um, the, the first year, uh, Michael Beaver, he's a, a DJ here in town. I think he, he provided the PA system. Um, and then um, I just kind of, set it up and got the bands lined up and we, we put together like um some of the guys i was working with at the time um had been learned a bunch of mumford and son songs so we did the whole sign no more album and um one of the dudes went and got a bunch of his friends from school to play the brass parts and um you know it was just kind of I, I think it, so it was kind of word enough. of mouth through high school huh yeah yeah i think it was enough for like like um lemonade days to see that like the music thing could be I think a, an enhancement to the festival, and and they've they've done a great job. Uh, particularly like Hope Falmer is, is the one who's kind of made all of it possible um, to uh, to really get the stage to where it was like originally was like got kind of up on the hill in a tent, and mm-hmm. then she kind of had this vision of it being front and center. So when you walk in, now they got this big shebang stage. Yeah, it's like and the first thing you see. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I don't know. It's a half. I don't know. Just total chance and. Um, you know, just kind of roll with it, I guess. That's cool. I mean, yeah. you've met all the musicians around probably from that. I, would I, I have met a lot of musicians, yeah. yeah. There are a lot of really talented people in the neighborhood. I mean, yeah. it's it's pretty incredible, like, who comes out of the woodwork and that kind of thing. And yeah. it's cool when you teach young people and then, they, you know, they get older and they you know, see them do cool stuff. Yeah, it kind of <clears throat> kind of feeds itself. Because um, mm-hmm. you, you do see, um, like, like the kids that I, I work with now, um, saw there was a group called Array and Missing Cat, and some of the kids were in those bands, and um, some of the solo performers that would play the shows. There's, you know, little six and seven year old kids that would come to these shows, and they'd see that, and they'd be like, "Oh, I want to play an instrument," and and they're they're the ones, you know, kind of playing and starting rock bands now. And yeah, it's cool cool to see it, you know, perpetuate. And, yeah, and Array didn't they? They did like a big show, right? Um, um, read something about that. Oh yeah, they played at the Fox Theater. Yeah, yeah, yeah they opened cool. for the B fifty twos. Nice. So those are just high school kids, right? Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. do you think they get into music though? In, into music? <laughs> do you what, think kids? Do, I mean, like high school kids. Do you think they're just trying to impress the girls? Yeah, I mean that's some of it. I mean sometimes I have like, hey man, can I learn some John Mayer songs? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> sure. So. Like it was funny. Yeah. Most of these uh, names that I was looking up is all women. There was there was a girl, a lot of girls singing. Yeah, it, it's it's um a little harder to find guys that are gonna sing and that kind of thing. And um, play the instruments. Yeah, or that that was the guitar um, than sing. Yeah, <laughs> that that was a cool thing about Missing Cat though was um it was all a bunch of dudes and uh, they were doing like hard rock and kind of heavy metal and um all of them could sing and that they were real into you know all kinds of stuff. So sing um, or scream. <laughs> No, they could sing. They okay. could sing. In fact, one of them did a, a killer Jim Morrison. Like they, they did a L.A. Woman. The drummer just really had the voice for that. Yeah. Um, so some, sometimes you know you have some guys that are like, I don't care if my voice cracks. You know? <laughs> and and they get up there and they do it. And you know, and they, music's loud enough. You know, it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you you know you kind of um, keep doing it. Eventually, they 
get the confidence about them. And, yeah. Yeah. And but, so, but there are a lot more girls that like to sing, I yeah. think, at that age. Yeah. And so Dunwoody Idol is more of like a, is it one or two people? Or, I mean, the Battle of Bands is different than the Dunwoody Idol, right? Yeah, Dunwoody Idol is just a solo audition kind of thing. Okay. So, yeah, they, they all go in there and um, just individually audition. But the Battle of the Bands is just any, you know, kids that are in a band that want to come and play can... Is there any sort of crossover where the lead singer leaves to go try Dunwoody um, Idol? Yeah, we, we've had that. Um, this year, I guess the singers in the bands uh, opted not to do that because um, okay. um, one of them, like uh, Anna Mara, I think was in the Dunwoody Idol two years ago. And um, then this year she kind of auditioned with the band and didn't do the the singing contest. Yeah. So, yeah. So Dunwoody Idol is where they get all the recognition. The Battle of the Bands is if they win, they get to play at... Yeah, yeah, that's right. At Lemonade Days, okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the winner of the Battle of the Bands plays. Uh, we, we set them kind of before the Dunwoody Idol, so they've got, like, you know, Max Crowd, and so they, they kind of do their thing. Um, Lucy and the Glassmen weren't able to do that this year, but usually we kind of try and schedule it that way. And then um, the winner of the Dunwoody Idol uh, last year, so, like, Josie, will have a featured spot at Lemonade Days this year. So okay. we kind of try to, to keep rolling it on. She's so cute little 12-year-old, right? Um, like, she's really young. Yeah, yeah, she's 12. Yeah. yeah. Was, so, she's awesome. Yeah, talented kid. Very cool. Did you teach her before? Or? Um, yeah, I had uh, taught her a little bit. Like, I've taught uh, a couple of the students. Um, the girl who won the first year, Peyton, um, I had never worked with her. She kind of showed up and just blew us away. She's a great, like, jazz singer. Mm. Um, and then Eric Abel won last year. And so um, after he did that, we produced his track. And then he's kind of, uh, dude's a hustler. Like, I mean, he just went out and started, not not, not like he's, like, shaking people down for money. But, yeah, but you he's know, doing like, well. He hustles. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he goes out and, yeah, has just kind of started producing his own tracks. But um, I worked with him a little bit more after that. Um, yeah. So it's um, kind of a cool way to, I think, meet up with some, you know, just some young, talented musicians and that kind of thing kind of keeps me on my toes creatively do you, do you have a record label to sign them to if they're that good no no well, come on that's what the money's <laughs> no, at man. yeah no i'm no i'm not a not a record label guy <laughs> well is it is it Doing still good to pay my rent you know like <laughs> do that on time without filing paperwork uh, for pa- or copyrights yeah well, you just sign them to like you know a deal where you get 30 percent of anything they make for life yeah <laughs> this would be a great deal the, for you man yeah. lucy and the glassmen blow up and there you go yeah um, is it getting to the point where there's people coming from outside of Dunwoody, or is it mostly still local kids? Um, mostly local. Like, I mean, I'm I'm trying to to keep it local as much as possible. Um, Do you check uh, utility bills for the address? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're gonna need three forms of ID. And, oh, yeah, so, um, but yeah, we we try to keep it local. But we've had a few kids that like have connections to the Dunwoody community and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, that have come and audition. Uh, there was um one performer this past year who um. Yeah, she was, uh, I think, from, like, up around North Georgia, but I think her grandfather lived here. Ooh. So. Loose affiliation. I don't know. I say take them all. Take them all. Yeah. You see the best product. That's what I want to hear. You Uh, you want to get those best final ten. Yeah. Yeah. And 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 so, I think I heard this from Lexi. If, uh, so you get down to ten, and then you get a backup band behind them to learn the songs that they're playing? Yeah, yeah. I, um... Get some of uh, some of my friends. Like the first year, we were singing with tapes, and some of the kids performed by themselves. But the last two years, um, I've rounded up some of my friends that are really good musicians, and they come and uh, back up the kids and that kind of thing. Um, oh, nice. Like uh, th- this year, particularly, we kind of got lucky and um, had just an absolutely killer band um, playing. 
So. Well, it's a lot of work. I mean, they got to learn the songs that the kids are going to play, right? Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're outstanding. Like, there was a um, little bit of a snag where one of the songs got started and the singer was singing in a different key. And the, the musicians actually were able to identify what key it was and transpose it on the spot. Like, it, it blew my mind. And then everything sounded great. You was know? everybody so, looking at each other like, oh, Yeah, they just kind of the they kinda looked at each other for a second and the guitar players were like, okay. And then they just, <laughs> I mean, just switched it on the fly. I mean, it, it blew my mind, yeah. you know. That's cool. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's cool having, like, I think, good musicians like that because, I mean, it's a great experience to sing with a, a really strong band, but but also kind of that responsiveness instead of, like, the band kind of being like, what do we do, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Um, As a non-musician, it's always hard to, to grasp how difficult or how easy that is for, for mm-hmm. a musician, you know? The, the, the particular thing that they had to transpose was incredibly difficult. Like, yeah. I, 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 w- I would have deer in the headlights, you know, like... <laughs> Just not play anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So it's um, for you know, fortunate that I guess we have some great musicians like that. Who do you ever play time. with them? Oh no, I'm scared to play with them. Really? They're, yeah. <laughs> um, so sometimes you know, like I'll get together with some of them and jam and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, the the drummer uh, D, uh, she teaches kind of here in Dunwoody, and so we catch up sometimes, and she shows me how to really play the drums. So. Yeah. I'll have yeah. to get all of their information too. We can put it all on the show notes and stuff. Oh, cool! Yeah, yeah. Different people you work with. Well, yeah. I mean, on Dunwoody Music, you've got you list them all. Like, can people go on and kind of pick out? Yeah, the they... the website. Um, I, I guess uh, small business owners can relate to this. Like, you're you're you know, person doing the work, janitor, you know, <laughs> yeah. web developer, that kind yeah. of thing. So, like, right now, I actually, I need to kind of update the website because I have some of my friends who um, were teaching here, and then uh, we got them kind of set up with a website over in Decatur, and so they're kind of working autonomously now and kind of do their thing. So, uh, yeah, i got to update the website. There we go. Oh, there's your guy. That was, yeah. that was a reminder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me put pencil that in. Yeah. But I mean, is... I'll look at it and tell you what I, I think you could do, you know. Yeah. Like, if you, people could book... And then pay? Would that be? I mean, is um, that on there now or no? Yeah, I've kind of got something like that. It, okay. It's um, I, I I get so busy teaching music that it kind of falls to the side, yeah. and, and so um, it's kind of there, you know. And we we pick up the leads and um, kind of spread them around or whatever. Yeah. Um, That's like everybody. I mean, you you do your day job and you don't have enough time to kind of work back and go, how do I, how do I start this fresh again and make it to actually yeah. work better for me? You know? Yeah. And I, I like teaching so much. Like when I'm sitting there on the computer, I'm like, why, why God, why am I, <laughs> yeah. you know, like I know there's like some code or somewhere. It's like, please, I wish I could just develop a website. And stuff. <laughs> so if y'all meet that, that individual, yeah. Yeah, and I'm over here like, oh, I wish I knew how to play a guitar. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I want to know those John Mayer songs. <laughs> Finally impressed my wife in some way. <laughs> hey, have you seen John Mayer play with the What's Left of the Grateful Dead? Um, I've seen some clips. I haven't gotten to make it one of the shows, but um, a couple of my friends who are like big uh, music enthusiasts. Uh, one of them actually was like a block this way. Uh, you yeah. Guys. Um, yeah, he, uh, he's gone a couple times and just is come back raving it's good everyone yeah, yeah. He's i mean so he's talented he's a real dude kind of a douchebag but do you so the backstory there is he was hanging out at his pool and one of his girlfriends put on some grateful dead and he yeah. was like what band is this yeah she's like it's the dead and from that he was like huh i guess i should listen to these guys yeah and then he got in touch with uh was it i think it was the ba- i think it was phil no yeah. maybe it was bobby 
But uh, and he was like, yeah, yeah, come on, Conan, Conan with us. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. And then from there, they he was like, you know, what? I think I want to be part of this band. Yeah, I don't want to be well, a they, solo guy. Were they already yeah. doing that with Trey? beforehand no no that was all before oh. yeah so people were like oh, it's weird that you didn't pick mayor for that for that last grateful dead whatever you know yeah yeah, so. yeah he's he's the real deal i mean he, he kind of managed to break out of the like pretty boy pop thing that pop i think he was kind of pigeon you know pigeonholed into and is you know i mean he's a fantastic guitar player yeah. Yeah. yeah who are some of your other favorites uh my favorites um <laughs> you make it sound like mayor is one of his favorites yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Other than John Mayer, douchebag. That's funny, man. I'm I'm a punk rocker at heart. Really? I mean, yeah. I I, um, like uh, first time I heard Basket Case, I remember I was like, I want to play something. Yeah. So like, uh, yeah. Kids now don't even know Billy Joe. No, they do. Do they? They know the Dookie album, huh? Yeah, yeah. They they know. Um, I guess American Idiot going forward more so. But yeah, some of them go back, and I'm like, you need to check out Dookie. That's one of my favorites. You know, I usually tell their parents, I'm like, so the album cover. You know, my mom wouldn't let me get it when I was 13. Yeah. But you know, um, but uh, but yeah, I guess them. Um, actually, uh, there's a group called Parquet Courts that I really like. Um, yeah, they're they're. I don't know. I just like power chords and noisy guitars and do the kids you're griping about you're teaching stuff. yeah do the kids you're teaching like that kind of stuff yeah i do i like, have come on try this punk stuff they're like oh no yeah i Only have John some that, that are really into it um i have um some that i guess are more like singer songwriter like i i guess working with students i kind of try and help them find what it is that they like about music because at, at least right, for me like yeah like, like i stuck with it because um, I could go down, bang on some power chords, and sometimes my guitar would lay on the floor for like two weeks, and, and then I'd come back to it and I'd play it a lot. And I think because it was never this like kind of sullen task, mm-hmm. it, you know, it becomes a lifelong pursuit instead of something like a sprint, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, I try to encourage that, and I have some students that get to a point and and they're like, yeah, I think I'm ready to fly, and you know, they kind of go out and start doing their thing, and that, that's the fun thing about the concerts is it's a chance for everyone to kind of get back together and you know see what folks have been working on and writing and playing. And um, sometimes I'll show up and, and just, like, blow my mind. I mean, it's like, wow, you played that guitar a lot this year. Yeah, you know? you yeah. never used to do this when I was teaching you. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, but, but it's, uh, it's cool. You know, it keeps it, keeps it fresh. Yeah. And, uh, well, I mean, I, I like what you're doing. That's, that's cool well, that you. somebody's putting all this together. Well, you need to be our music correspondent. Tell us. What uh, what the kids are listening to, mm-hmm. but also what us adults should be listening to. Dude, I'd, I'd love to do that. I mean, I, like I, I um, I, I work with some of the the like local groups. Uh, there's a group called Pony League that we had play at uh, Lemonade Days two years ago, and um, like produced an album with them. Um, started at my house, and then we kind of ran into some uh, noise issues and that kind of thing, and uh, so we moved a studio over in Avondale. Um, and then, uh, so, so there's some, like, Atlanta groups that, that we kind of work with, um, and then just the kids that, you know, do their recordings and that kind of stuff. Um, so, I mean, if, if y'all wanted me to send you some of that as it comes in, or... Yeah, yeah we'd love to. Who, yeah. What else is around here? Like, who, are there any other bands that we should um, have heard of in Dunwoody? Uh, let's see. Is Lucy and the Glassman the big, the big draw? <laughs> Uh, yeah, they're, they're a really good group. Yeah. Um, they've been kind of working on some original material and that kind of thing. The um, Array, um, and Max Leach, I think is the kid's name. Yeah. His, I know his mom. Yeah. She was in the neighborhood. So. Yeah, they're all, um, they're all off at college now. And, um, that was, that was kind of bittersweet, you know I mean? It was yeah. like, you know, they grow up so fast. Yeah. But like, <laughs> um, but you know, I mean, they're all off doing their thing and playing music still. And, um, so, you know, when they're back in town, I catch up with them sometimes. And, yeah. 
Um, let's see, other groups. Uh, actually, um, Lexi Street is mm-hmm. actually a really good songwriter. She's got a lot of material out. She plays around here. She plays up in uh, Roswell, I think, a good bit at Venn. She's got a great new track up on uh, Apple Music right now. Pandemonium, mm-hmm. Lexi yeah. Street. Look that yeah. up. Yeah. Um, Lexi helped you do the, the Rock the Woody, right? Rock the Woody, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Um, one of my favorite groups from Lemonade Days, um, the last couple of years is, uh, Bending Light. They're like a, kind of a prog rock sort of group. I mean, real firmly in the kind of vein of Rush and, and that kind of thing. And, um, you know, they're, uh, Scott's the singer, bass player in the band. He's like, I, I don't know if we'll fit at the festival. It's like, dude, come on out, man. It's whatever kind of music. And, uh, people really got into them. Um, so, uh, certainly worth checking them out. Um. Cool group. Um, you get a few beers in a Dunway Dad. They're into any loud music. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It was uh, it was interesting. Like like I, I think for a group that they had, I think the like broadest pull of just ages, and I think it was just kind of a really interesting kind of thing they were doing. And um, they're just a trio, but I mean all of them can play. So um, bending light. That was the name. Of yeah, okay. bending light. Um, I guess uh, some of the some of the other. Um, performers i'm trying to think oh there's some, been so many bands there uh we had a heavy metal band uh, actually in fact max wound up playing drums with them for a while uh yeah. role of the observer okay um they, they played the first year they sounded like tool which was kind of interesting hearing and then what yeah, yeah yeah hearing tool music coming from next to the ferris wheel and, <laughs> but but even then you know i mean like like lots of people like different types of music and so um i guess mixing it up you yeah know, you get a lot of you know, different people coming by the stage and that kind of thing. So and their families, they you know, they, even if they don't like Tool, they know they know it by now. You know, yeah, <laughs> they're cheering for them. We need it. We need like a an all Dunwoody album up on Apple Music. Is it is it tough to to get music up there? Um, because like for example, the podcast, it's mm-hmm. really easy. You know, but that's a whole di- you know. I th- I think it. it kind of leans on a uh, distribution and, and that kind of stuff like some people i think do it through cd baby and that kind of thing okay um, I, I actually um and this is just me you know spitting opinion or whatever i don't think it's like the law or whatever but like um i, I usually kind of encourage particularly like artists who are just getting started to like only post either on their website or on like reverb nation or um Bandcamp or SoundCloud. SoundCloud, yeah. Yeah, because you get a, a much more direct kind of connection with with your audience. I think that way. But you, you know, you got to put in the hard work of like someone's like, "Hey, I like the record." Actually, respond to them. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Well, it was a hip hop um, dude that did that that would never sign with anybody. Oh, I know. You're I don't remember the guy's that. name, but yeah, he, you know, didn't ever want to give anybody his money, and so he just started posting stuff on his website. For free. Yeah. Metallica. Yeah. Metallica. I think is who it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Until I got their own problem. Yeah, they they got the sick beats. Um, but have you done that? Have you gone through the whole process of? of... Um, I have never really posted anything on Apple Music, but okay. um, a lot a lot of the the groups that I've worked with have done that kind of thing. Um, and, and I think that um, the biggest thing is is you have to go through I think like ASCAP licensing licensing and that kind of thing, so that if you want to stream it. Uh, on their like Apple Music service, then you get your you know half a cent or whatever right. per play and that kind yeah. of thing. <laughs> I doubt um, it's half a cent. Yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I think it's like uh, more zeros, seven tenths of a cent, or, it really? or it's, it's it's something crazy. Yeah, like um, I think it was like Taylor Swift. That's why she kind of refused to put her stuff up on Spotify. It was like I think it was like a million streams, and she'd make like a few thousand dollars or something like that. And I mean, it's you know, yeah. um, the, the music industry is trying to find its footing and i think it's good for independent artists because they can 
it, you do have the ability to connect with an audience without needing like a marketing firm like I think traditionally was necessary. So yeah, but it's hard work to make it happen. So did you hear about this group on Spotify that? So I guess Spotify was paying for the by the amount of time you would listen to it, right? So this group said, well, just play this at night. And it was like a 24-hour track or 12-hour track or whatever it is. So people were falling asleep. Oh, Wolfpack. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh, I love those guys. Yeah, yeah they're yeah. good. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're the, yeah, man, they're the real deal. And so Spotify yeah. said, no, we're not going to pay on this. And then the I guess the fans kind of spoke up for them and said, no, you need to, you know. Yeah. They did it the right way. They played by the rules, and they eventually did end up paying. Yeah. But again, probably not that much, but still. Yeah, it it was uh, Wolfpack, <laughs> but but I mean it, it launched their career. Yeah, I mean like because that that was I think when they took off. I mean they went from playing in Ann Arbor, Michigan to I think they were was it Shaky Knee or uh, no uh, Four Twenty Fest this past year. Oh, yeah. they were there. Oh, yeah, cool. man, they, they, and they drew a mob. Like yeah, we get some good festivals here in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I mean that's another big thing we should talk about. Just the fact that. I mean, we're hop skipping away from you know two. I mean, Shaky Knees and, and Music Midtown. Those are those are giant. Now. Yeah. And you, yeah. you know what Mark's doing here is our dream of there's Wayne's World 1, which mm-hmm. is kind of what we're doing, and then mm-hmm. Wayne's World 2, they took it to the next level with the concerts. If we book them, they will come. Yeah. See, Ooh. I mean, you've already kind of taken that from us. Yeah. That is our dream. When does it go <laughs> bad for us? When do I Maybe lose? we can advertise for you and be part of this somehow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Maybe slap a few stickers on people's backs when they're yeah. up on stage. <laughs> we'll just stand by the bike lane as the guys go by and just pat them on the back with a sticker. Yeah. We need a Chris Farley-esque big guy in the group, you know? Yeah, we can mm-hmm. find that, I'm sure. Yeah, we can find that. <laughs> He's got pretty, plenty of fat guys. <laughs> and our all of our listeners, about a third of our listeners are probably big fat men. We need yeah. the deranged concert organizer who's yeah. like, we will put, what is it, where they're just putting bunkers on either side of it. <laughs> Lay down and suppressive fire. Okay. I like that you called out our listenership as, as one third big fat guys. <laughs> well, I mean, this room is... <laughs> that's, you know, that's... All right, I put on some I'm pounds, but... <laughs> no, it's just straightforward. <laughs> So, yeah. That's who listens to our show is older guys and and and, and the and the comic book guy from The Simpsons. Yeah, and the comic book guy. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well let's uh, let's thank you for coming in here. This yeah, has been yeah. a good show. Sure thing. Can, can I throw like one other thing in? Real plug, plug, plug away. Plug okay. shamelessly. Um, plug away. October thirteenth over at the Donaldson Bannister Farm. We're doing a big music shebang. Um, during the day, uh, we're gonna have um, probably for about three hours. Just any kind of young musicians that want to come up and sing a song, perform, you know, it can be original, it could be a cover, uh, we're going to do that. Uh, we also got a, a few, like, adult bands kind of from here in town that are going to be playing. Um, and then in the afternoon, we're looking at putting together a, um, uh, what do you call it, lip-sync battle. Nice. Um, and, yeah, it'd be, like, probably in the 4 or 5 o'clock window. We're still kind of hammering the times down. But um, if you'd be interested in being in the lip-sync battle, um, you can send an email to mark, uh, M-A-R-K, at dunwoodymusic.com. And, I like um, how you spelled that M A R K. Oh yeah. For a second there, I was like, "Is that not the preferred spelling of Mark?" Yeah, apparently, it's a C. I always thought it was K, but when I get here, like uh, everyone's like, "Is that with a C or you know?" I'm like, "No, it's with a K." And they're like, "Oh, you're one of those." You know, it's like <laughs> a regular Mark. Yeah, it's just out. You know? <laughs> um, no, I'm in the well, 99th percentile of people that spell their name with a K. Yeah. <laughs> What so? Uh, what's the name of this thing? Have you got one? Um, village still Fest. Trying to put it together. It is Village Fest. Yeah, okay. it's kind of the the thing that was at the Village Burger, and it's just kind of wound up at the Nature Center because it was getting too big. I yeah. think the Village Burger was getting a little overwhelmed with just kind of foot traffic. Uh-huh. We moved to the Nature Center, um, and then uh, and then it just kind of wound up over here at the farm last year. So okay. um, well, you can surprise people every year with where it's going to be at. Yeah, well, yeah, the farm's well, a good spot. Yeah. yeah. 
Well, uh, you need to get in uh, my neighborhood's group because I'm in the neighborhood right across from the the Bannister house. Oh, okay. Um, are, are you on Facebook? I am not on Facebook. Have you heard of it? It's this thing where... Oh, never mind. All right. I'll explain <laughs> uh, it to you later. Is, is it chiseled into a stone tablet? Or is it... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. It's, a, it's a community board that you just post up. You pin pieces of paper. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll do your promotion for you. Yeah, okay. yeah. I'll get it. I'll you get just it. send it to me. I'll put it up on what's yeah. I've done with okay, you. Okay, cool. With less sarcasm. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but that would be a good group to hit up because they're all, they can like walk to it. And, okay. Know. And you've got a yeah, few bands in your neighborhood too. Yeah, yeah. I wonder if those guys are. The has you know them? Yeah, because uh, the, they played at the... Um, Rock the Woody. Yeah, yeah. I, I was trying to make it over there. I was running a sound at a thing over in um, uh, the branches. Um, oh, you did their thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so how did that go that night uh it, it went really well like it, it was i, I think more no, like kind fun. of a it, it, it uh i i, I can't no, no comment no yeah, i'm no saying comment. it wasn't yeah. as fun <laughs> no, yeah. I, I heard that rock the woody was pretty serious yeah, rock that was, the woody was epic i i uh, i was given like a couple of leftover bottles of um yeah was it vodka and, <laughs> and there was like two bottles of tequila <laughs> yeah because uh, the stage was it came out of my garage Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're like, hey, here's some tequila. I was like, I think this is like more tequila than I've consumed in my life. <laughs> so I was kind of sitting in my fridge. and So uh, so yeah. there was all this leftover liquor, but it kept changing hands. Like at one point it was in our club president's car. It was in the guard shack. And, and so I think at the end of the night, someone was like, yeah, we got like 20 bottles left over. And then by the time it made it to my garage, there was like two. Yeah. So yeah. Well, you don't drink that much anyway. No, so I know. It worked out well. And even I gave it away. I was like, yeah. I took it to Now he's got more tequila than he'll ever drink. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If, if you know any like uh, tequila drinkers, you know, just send them my way. <laughs> so. Well, thanks for sitting down with us, man. We sure really thing. enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. the invite. So. If you're still here, must means you enjoyed the show. So uh, make sure you tell a friend about us and give us a review on iTunes. We would love a five-star review, but any review will work. Leave us a little message and we'll read the review on the show.